The following is brought to you by the Starfleet Podcast Network, SPN, The Spin. Big J's Beef! Outside in the garage with Nacho. Okay, so talking about Star Trek Legacy, I would have been okay if the la- with the last episode of Picard. I think I would have been okay if we did not get another series after Picard. But the moment we got Q, I said, that was it. We need to get another series. And the showrunner for Picard, he pitched an idea for Star Trek Legacy. If we don't get that, I think the fans are going to just go apeshit over it. Now, what do you think of Q showing up at the end? I feel like it's very confusing, definitely, when he was all emotional and he looked very genuine about his death in the last season. Who, Q? Yeah. That it was his last and everything. He seemed very genuine about it, being all alone. And then Picard's his only true friend. Yeah, I actually kind of like that moment that he I know, considered it was genuine. And we almost thought he had humanity that he judged for almost decades about. Well, and now apparently he's going to be judging, well, humanity again, but with Jack Crusher being, I guess, like, yeah, like the defendant. For humanity or something like that. I think it's very nostalgic that we get another Enterprise and the son of Jean-Luc Picard is on the ship too. Just even as a special, you know, whatever. It's nostalgic to have a very famous character in like has a son and someone carries on that legacy in a way. Well, you were were talking just a little bit before while we were hanging out here um, about the new Enterprise, Enterprise G being kind of a... You're, you were talk, talking about being like a, a smaller, uh, based on more exploration type thing. And I, what I was about to say was, well, that takes it back to the roots of like the uh, the original series, Enterprise, a constitution class. Yeah, and I think about it, it does take it back to the old values of the original Federation before the Borg and everything, all the wars that came upon when the Federation be- Came more militarized and less on exploration. So I think maybe the new crew of this Enterprise G will maybe have some more character or soul of the originals because they're all, they're not from the Federation. They're from, you know, the Batskirts of the Quadrants, Seven of Nine. And then um, who's the other officer? Raffi. Raffi. And Raffi's. Musiker? Yeah. Raffi. I, I, I always forget how to pronounce her last name properly. But yeah, Raffi has also suffered a lot. And she's, her character is, you know, she's like, She's been very well known in the Federation. She was officer to first officer to Admiral Picard before he resigned. But she also stepped back and did things Seven of Nine did as a ranger. Both of them know the backgrounds besides Starfleet. So maybe that the thing they know what to do is best instead of going on the books. Yeah. Now I wanna I wanna pick your brain on this to see what you think. Have you heard about the Crossover, uh, excuse me, crossover episode with Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks. Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks. I've not heard of it, but honestly, I did hear one mention of it, but don't have too much excitement about it. Um, Strange New Worlds is, 
you know, obviously more serious. It has some really funny moments, but Strange or Lower Debts, it's honestly just more of a sitcom, really. I didn't think <laughs> of it. And well, again, it's a cartoon, so I didn't know what they're going to do with that. Like it's some supernatural episode where they magically go in a cartoon universe. But again, it's Star Trek, something will happen. <laughs> well, and here's my thought on Lower Decks because we had done some reviews of that. And I feel like it's just become a reference show. Like at, at first it was, I guess, okay. But then it just like became the main thing that it was about was making references on past Star Trek lore. And I just, I think it's gotten stale. I'm not a big fan of Lower Decks anymore, honestly. Uh, no, Lower Debts is just one of those shows where, you know, you can make another show. And honestly, Lower Debts definitely has its moments where it makes references throughout all of Star Trek history that like it, like kind of answers questions that we all had, the funny ones especially. It has some more comedy, but it's definitely one of those series that I think would have been better if it was just limited instead of pushing it on and on until like you don't have any ideas and fans get miserable with it. Oh, I remember what I wanted to talk with you about. Um, Honey, what are you doing? We're recording. I'm doing an interview with with your brother talking about Star Trek. You want to say hi? Stop. Say hi. Stop. Okay, so that's what's up from my little girl. Who taught you that? What's up? None of my business. Hey, get your brother. It's time to for you guys to go home. Start getting ready for the thing. I'll be up there too. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So I had I had something that I also wanted to get your opinion on. And you remember Star Trek Nemesis, yes. right? Yes, that was a very great. Film. There was a, you liked it. It was a really good film, and I thought it was really good on the idea that um, it left off of issues with the Romulans uh, that was in Next Gen with um, the Federation of Romulans, and the idea that you know there's a new empire in front, and the old empire had some plan to replace Picard with a clone. I feel like that's just something cool or pretty nice about like going throughout a war, and after it's over, a new empire takes over, but some parts of the old is still in the new trying to find places in that. Well, here's what I wanted to say about it. So there was this article online that was talking about that the dune buggy that they had. Remember the scene where Worf and Data and Picard went down to that plane of the pre-warp civilization to try to recover. It it was like that little four wheeler. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That four wheeler. I remember that. And honestly, I don't know why that four wheeler reminded me. I hated that scene. I hated it. And it also just gave me a lot of Indiana Jones vibes. Why did they have that? I don't know. Honestly, it kind of, I mean, it filled in a lot of gaps. I mean, like you're not, not every away mission is going to be on foot or transporter. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's Again, let's say making it very worse if they're bringing a four wheeler advanced with phasers on top of it to a pre warp civilization. So honestly, actually, that's a very bad write up. Yes. Okay. So let's let's say I give you that that they have something for those times when they can't use uh, just regular, I guess, on foot exploration or shuttle or, or uh, you know whatever. But who wakes up one day in Starfleet and says, "Huh"? We should put a dune buggy on the freaking Enterprise. I don't like it. Yeah. 
It's not a horrible idea. And here, and here's the other thing that's that I think was really ridiculous about that is they're driving around in this thing. They get busted by the, the indigenous species, and they totally broke the prime directive. Like they, they've got. I mean, can you can you imagine going out in the desert or woods or whatever and seeing aliens driving around and now you're in a firefight with them? After what the, the hell? After the next generation movie series, I feel like the Prime Directive was way more relaxed, especially after they can't relax it. They just didn't. I mean, they were breaking. They were breaking the rules. It's ridiculous. Okay, so yeah, they basically threw out the window, especially after that one movie where they're basically letting a whole civilization on one planet go i forgot the movie i didn't really like the movie because some are you talking about an insurrection yeah yeah that one insurrection was a two-hour next-gen tv episode with a theatrical release no, 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 I'm talking about the movie. The movie where... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It seemed like it was just a long episode, that okay. movie. Yeah, but yeah. Basically that. And then also all throughout Next Gen, Picard multiple times states the Prime Directive if he needs it on his side, but he breaks it to do good things, but still breaks it. Well, that really bothered me. When I, when I read that article, and I remember that part in Nemesis, like... Are you freaking kidding me? They're driving around in this thing. I, I don't know. I don't know. As you can tell, I'm getting kind of worked up about it, but I thought it was it was really dull, really stupid. But you know, hey, it's whatever whatever floats their boat. So what are the feelings you got about Star Trek up to this point? Because I haven't asked you in a while, so you gotta tell me what you think. Um, I think Star Trek is going off in a really good direction with it started out with its first series in a long time discovery after a few years it's been since we had a Star Trek movie we left and discovery's being canceled discovery's being canceled but honestly I'd rather discovery end off with a really good season and every season has been really good they have really good cliffhangers or they just end off really good and I think it's better to end things off good and then just push it along more until the writers can't come up with something good. And with uh, Strange New Worlds, that's also something to keep us busy. And with shows like this, inspires more movies and more projects. So honestly, it's not the end to projects with Star Trek. Well, here's kind of how I feel with Discovery and it ending now. And to me, it's like season one was very divisive. I mean, people were losing their shit over the first season in regards to not liking it. It's not real Trek. This isn't my Trek. This is a alternate universe kind of thing. And let me just tell you guys, here's my thoughts on it. Discovery is part of the main timeline. I'll say it again, in my opinion. And I believe that there's nothing contradicting this besides the fans. Discovery is part of the primary main timeline. This is not an alternate universe thing. Okay. I'm sorry. You guys can hate on me, but that's how I feel about it. So where, where was I going? What was I saying? Oh, okay. So anyway, I think that after the first season, they really did a, a good recovery as they got into season two and three and then season four. So it really made a, like a 180 in regards to story and quality. Now, here's what I think, and tell me if you agree or disagree with this. 
But with Discovery, I feel like they decided, let's get out. Well, let's get going while the getting's good. I think that's a good way. And then, I mean, if you have like small pieces in each season, like, yeah, that'll make people want to stay longer and ask for more. But if you just, you know, go with all the pinches you have and use all the potential you have, you made it in something more and get it done. I, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I agree with him. Prolong it and just make it something small if you can make it so much bigger. Well, I think, I don't think that there was a given. Everyone, well, I don't know about everyone, but what was the big surprise? I I get that everyone was surprised, but part of what I, my takeaway from it was that why was it being canceled? What was the expectation? Is that it's supposed to go for six or seven seasons or more? Why wouldn't five be enough? I I, I think that that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm, I think it's just really greed and satisfaction or fulfillment and people not being able to just kind of take in what we do have. Like, I mean, seven seasons of Star Trek Next Gen, there were really good episodes and there are some bad episodes people didn't like. But people definitely, you know, loved the series, even if it was seven seasons. They ended it off really good with, you know, Captain Picard finally sitting down for one poker game. But after that seven seasons, it was, of course, over. And then you had more series. But it shows that last longer than they should usually don't leave a good reputation. And that's known throughout many different shows throughout, like, you know, today's world. I mean, let's look at Supernatural. I had many good seasons, but also some seasons that are very bland and all that. But people, whatever ending you have or how many seasons you have, there will always be one portion of people who love it, one portion don't like it, or people beg for more. But it doesn't matter what you do. You can't make everyone happy. Yes. Is how I feel about it. And honestly, I don't think there's anything wrong with having you know three four five seasons of a show that's not bad because you're right why drag yet drag it out why drag it out any longer than it really needs to be and that doesn't need to be the case and it's different from what it was in the in the 90s yeah you had a little crossover with next gen and ds9 and ds9 and voyager but there's a lot more star trek now so you don't have to have every series Go for seven daggone seasons. Dad, yeah, honey. We need to get going. Marcus still can't find his shoe. Uh, okay. All right. We got. Okay. We're going to have to wrap it up. We're going to a, the school thing. We're coming. All right. So, any closing thoughts from you, Nacho? Um, nope. I think that'll be it. All I can say is you can find Beyond Trek Podcast on YouTube and all podcast stations. Nice. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the talking. And for all you Trek fans out there, you live long and prosper, okay? Goodbye. Where's the beef? We are Beyond Trek Podcast. Lower your inhibitions and surrender your years. We will add inspirational and hilarious Trek content to your day. Your attention will adapt to subscribe to us. Resistance is futile.